Turn your power on with the Turn Yourself On podcast so you remember who you are. I'm Marina J, and I'm a number one best selling author, psychic life coach, and speaker who has helped thousands of people for over 24 years heal their life back to fabulous because you are fabulous. Together, we're going to talk shadow work, emotional and metaphysical healing, and all things ascension. You can reach me at marinaj.net for my coaching, courses, and my number one best-selling book, Turn Yourself On. Are you ready to turn yourself on? Let's begin. Hi, it's Marina here. How are you doing? I was, I've been thinking quite a lot about this recently, about how when we were growing up, so many of us felt just completely different to everybody around us at school, at home. I know some people feel they were just dropped off into their families by a spaceship and it felt like the spaceship just left. And my whole life, I've always grappled with overgiving, always overgiving, always overgiving, and always under-receiving. And I've healed and cleared that now, so that's not a thing anymore. But I was thinking like the last few days in particular, I was thinking quite a lot about the fact that actually, what was the reason that I really overgave? Like, what was it in me that made me overgive in any interaction? Now, for a lot of us, it's to avoid rejection. It's to stay in the tribe. We don't want to get rejected by somebody. We don't want to um, be unliked by anybody. We don't want to um, not be part of anything. And I get that. And I know that you get that too. And so it's often a way to keep that person with you because deep down, you know, you might feel, well, they don't really want to be with me. So if I overgive, they'll be with me because it's my way of ensuring that you don't leave me. If I do 200%, it also means that I'm going to avoid a backlash. I'm going to make sure that you can't hurt me. You can't be nasty to me. You can't do anything to me that I would normally fear. And I would rather exhaust myself in any interaction and give 200% then actually just be me. Because if I'm just me, all this fear is going to rise up in me. All this fear is going to come up because you're probably not going to stay with me. So that's a worthiness issue. But it got me thinking in the last few days, and that's a subject that I'm, I'm actually going to talk a lot more about on another podcast. But it got me thinking, like, why? I know that I didn't want to be rejected and blah, blah, blah. I know all of that. But why would I really be doing it? And I thought, well, if you think about it, we're all starseeds, right? And all of us starseeds, and if you, if, you, if you are listening to this podcast, you are almost certainly a starseed, which basically means you came down to this planet to help it 
that you don't necessarily belong to it. And some of you might feel uncomfortable here. Some of you might feel completely comfortable here, right? So like me, I feel completely comfortable here, but I do hate the 3D aspect quite a lot and it bothers me and I'm bored. If somebody starts talking to me about what kind of windows they have, I'm just glazing over because I'm just into ascension. And really, if it's not about ascension, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about if, if we're all star seeds and we all got dropped into these individual areas where we were pretty isolated, right? I didn't see anybody or get anybody that was like me that could feel what people were feeling, that would know what people were thinking. Then if we're all dropped into these places, apart from being really isolated, we must have felt on some level that if we didn't overgive, we would be completely rejected and there would be no coming back from that. Because now I'm totally myself. I'm not in contact with anybody from my childhood. Right now, I've become so me. I must be quite confronting to people that are not used to that. And on some level, it's almost like I knew I couldn't be this person because I knew they would reject me. Not because of me, not because I carry like a healing energy. And if people don't want to do the work, they're going to reject you because it's basically too confronting for them. But I must have known at an early age that I would be rejected because when I stand in the here and now, honestly, I've been rejected by childhood friends, by parts of my family, because literally they don't fully get me, they don't fully understand me. I have stopped adjusting myself to them. I have stopped taking up the slack. I've stopped doing the work. I've stopped helping them at the expense of myself. I've stopped saying yes when I meant no. I've got my boundaries. I'm finally on the same page with myself where I'm being completely and utterly myself. And I don't think they like it. And I know that they don't like it because they're not really with me at all. Like I moved back to England last year after being away for 24 years. And what was interesting was that at the time I was going through various things. The actual move itself was fine. That wasn't the issue. But uh, some people were doing things that weren't very nice and it was not a great time for me. And what I realized was that my old friends that were in England weren't here for me. They knew what was going on, but they never really called. One did a couple of times, but then that was it. And so I realized that I'm just not what they're looking for in a friend. It's too much or I'm too confronting or they're irritated or it just feels too dangerous, whatever it is. And I must have known as a kid, don't be you. Because if you're you, you're literally not going to get on with anybody at all. You'll have nobody. And I think a lot of us starseeds are actually feeling that now, that now we're really coming into our own. There are less and less people from our early years, but more and more coming in from the here and now. So can you feel people coming in from the here and now? Like I'm having deeper connections with right now a woman that works in a particular shop. 
I'm having deeper connections with her than I have with parts of my own family, than I am with friends I've known forever. I'm having people immediately get where I'm at right now in a yoga studio when I've only met them for like 50 seconds. <laughs> I don't know where I got 50 seconds from, but I'm, I'm, they're getting me more than friends who are probably seeing what I'm posting on Facebook and are being a bit quizzical and kind of going, what is she talking about? Because she's not following the mainstream narrative. And so I literally just want to hug myself, right, for my little girlness that was like, would have known that here I am, this person that is here to assist the planet, and I was being rejected left, right, and center. So of course, I had to be this fake self. I had to be her in order to survive. And on the one hand, I've always known this, but it's the last few days, it's become so clear to me because of the rejection I'm experiencing now from those very same people. I'm seeing it because if I had been brave enough to do then what I'm doing now, I wouldn't have had anybody. And I'm wondering, as you're listening to me talk about my experience, how are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling right now in the current situation Are you noticing that you are becoming more you? You're becoming more real. You are no longer saying yes when you mean no. You can no longer bullshit people anymore. You're just saying it because you don't really care anymore. Like I always say, I don't care what you think because I've owned everything you could have possibly thought about me. I've owned my dark side. So whatever you're throwing me at me right now, whatever you're throwing at me right now, I'm good. You can call me weird. You can call me stupid. You can call me explosive. You can call me angry. You can call me dysfunctional. You can call me whatever you like. I've already owned it. I'm good. And that's shadow work. That's something we're going to chat about another time too. But I want you to know that if this is you right now, if you have felt very ostracized by family, there's a lot of um, families that have split. So there's a two world split, right, that has been happening. And if you're feeling that, I want you to know that you're not on your own. You're literally not on your own. You're actually following the correct path for you, which means that more and more is going to open up for you. More and more good things are on their way to you, even if you can't see them yet. This is ascension. Like I never knew ascension was going to look like this. (laughs) Like, did you? I literally never knew ascension was going to look like this. And I've been talking a lot about this in the webinars I've been running So in 2012, up until 2012, as a soul collective, we were put on this planet. Part of our soul purpose was to lift this planet up. And the way that we were doing it was to do it for people. We were doing the work for people, taking on people's problems as if they were our own. Um, transmuting for people, transforming for people. People would tell us their problems and they would walk away, feel better and feel better. And we would often walk away and feel worse and feel tired, but not know why, because we'd merged with them. But it was how it was meant to be, right? It was our blueprint. So, and it felt good. It absolutely felt good. And I used to walk into my daughter's primary school 
and literally I would walk in and I would have mums just coming up to talk to me. And I would be surrounded. I would turn around and I was like in the center of this circle of like three women deep. And it was just very lively laughter, problems, but we were all talking. And I remember this one mum being really angry with me. She pulled me to, to the side one day and she said, look, she said, when am I ever going to get to know you? I can never get to you. And I remember just going, I'm really sorry. Like, I would love to get to know you. It just felt like that. And there was another mum at school that was exactly the same. And this is prior to 2012, right? This was 2005, 2005, 2006. And then one day I walked into school, into my daughter's school, and the woman that used to rush up to me to tell me about her marriage was sitting down having like a head-to-head with another friend of mine that I knew that was kind of a bit denser in energy. She's a bit more polarized. And she was helping her instead. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. So I'm looking around and nobody was rushing up to me. And it was literally overnight. The week before was that, and this week was completely different. So this carried on. I was like, oh my God, it's like they can't see me anymore. Literally, what's going on? And so this was 2007 and I talked to another mum and she was like, oh my God, it's like I'm, I'm invisible. People are not seeing me anymore. And it was almost like the mantle that we left was taken up by the next level who had risen up and they were doing the work that we were doing. So that was the first split that I noticed. That was back in 2007. I wasn't reading about this anywhere on, you know, I don't know, Instagram. I don't even know, was Instagram around in 2007? (laughs) I wasn't on it if it was, but it wasn't happening on Twitter. People weren't talking about it online, but I was just like, God, is it just me? And then there was another split in 2009 and then a big split in 2012. And it was literally like, all the beautiful light forces, the creator. When I say creator, you might hear God, goddess, the universe, spirit, source, use your own word. But it was like the creator kind of went, whoa, these people are too dense to rise. We can't keep having this section of society doing the work for them. It's pulling them down too much because they're not rising. So we're going to alleviate you from it and we're going to do a two-world split. And so I noticed that each time the world split and significantly in 2012, we actually moved in 2012 as well, right at the end, the 21st of December, actually 2011, 21st of December, we moved from Balmain in Sydney, Australia to the central coast. So we physically had a physical split as well. I noticed that in 2012, um, I was no longer helping people in the same way. I was still life coaching, but I wasn't doing it for people. And I wasn't doing it for my friends. So the old me that would do it for you, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. It just doesn't feel right. So it started showing up in my client sessions. And many of you have been coached by me will know this. (laughs) I used to coach a client for 90 minutes During that coaching session, I would write out verbatim what my beautiful client had said. It might be five sides of A4. After the session, I would then transcribe it onto email. 
I would use different colors. So they'd get like a rainbow email, one paragraph in red when it was the action paragraph, one in blue, one in yellow, well, I mean yellow, but probably couldn't read the yellow one, but I had them all and then I would send them off to the client. So not only was I doing the session and transcribing it during the session, I was also writing all their notes for them. So I was doing it for them. And I remember 2012 going, what am I doing? Like they can write their own notes. They're responsible for their own progress. And anyway, by the end of the session, they're already shift. They've already shifted, right? At the end of the session, they've already shifted. They're not where they were at the beginning. I don't really want to remind them of where they were at the beginning because there's, there's, once you've cleared it, you don't need to go back. And so clients would like the, the notes. They said, oh, you know, I love reading them on the bus and I love being with them. But really, you can write your own notes because it was stopping me from taking on more clients and helping them because I was doing everything. So that was 2012. And then I noticed another split in 2016, which was a huge year of endings. And then in 2019 was the year of betrayal. And it was the year where so many of us got betrayed. And it was a huge wake up because what's betrayal? It's really them showing us who they were all along. And so for me, I realized that from 2012 to 2019 was a transition for me to move from doing it for people to actually letting them do it for themselves and me teaching them how to do it, but no longer transmuting, merging with them, taking on their problems as my problems, because that's exhausting, right? So that's been a big transition for so many of us. And in 2019 was the final big bang. It was like, are you going to get it? Are you going to finally stop? Are you going to finally have boundaries? Are you going to finally say no? I did. Huge, huge, huge year for me. And then in 2020, it's like, okay, begin again. Now what we're doing, we've learned our lessons. We've moved away from one-sided relationships. Like how many of you have walked away since 2012 from one-sided relationships or narcissistic relationships? Most star seeds, most healers have. I actually haven't met any of you that haven't. We've all done it. Why have we done it? Why have we had to do it? Because now what we're dealing with is global narcissism. We're now dealing with it on a global scale. And if we've healed it and cleared it in our own life, so then we can help others deal with it on a global scale. So in doing that, we've had to become ourselves, right? We can no longer present the fake self that didn't mind when we were verbally abused or didn't mind when we were ignored or didn't mind, it's okay, I'm fine, when people weren't so good to us, it's okay, I'm good, or didn't challenge people. We've stopped all of that and now we're genuinely ourselves because we are here now leading the planet. Isn't it crazy that the actual leaders of the planet were actually so rejected for most of our lives and we're actually the ones helping everybody? And what are we helping everybody with? We're helping everybody step into their power. Each and every one of us is actually a leader. Each and every one of us is a leader, right? Nobody has more power than anybody else. And when nobody has more power than anybody else, we will all 
actually rise and there'll be no darkness left, right? I have a vision of each of us rising so much so that we eclipse the darkness that's around. I want every single person in their power. So for me, it's like, Rejection in the beginning of life, not fitting in, thinking it was my fault, thinking it was me, creating a fake me in order to be liked and loved, becoming me fully from 2019-2020, and now being rejected by everybody that I was with at the beginning. Because of course, that's what I was trying to avoid this whole way through. And now I'm no longer willing to make myself small, to make you comfortable. I'm no longer willing to sacrifice myself for your well-being because that's a program, right? That's what I've done my whole life. I'm not doing that anymore because honestly now, if you're uncomfortable, that's your work. That's for you to deal with. There are your projections to deal with. The old me wanted to be the fake me, wanted to take it all on so you wouldn't have to. And now I'm like, babes, that's your work. So that's how I'm feeling and I'm curious to know how you're feeling. I'm curious to know how much you're allowing yourself to be you. Remember that all of us on this Ascension timeline are being very, very looked after by source. It's important for us not to get too distracted by what's happening on the third dimension in 3D. Right. And 3D is what you can see and touch. You know, people that are in 3D are really only believing the mainstream narrative. They're only believing the news. They're only believing that what you can see and touch is real. And the cosmic doesn't they don't they can't relate to that. They've often got lots of programming that they haven't released yet. Um, And they often don't know who they are. They haven't remembered their true power this life and they haven't remembered their true sovereignty this life. So it's important for us to remember that we don't need to go into that 3D world so much. In that 3D world is attack, is defense. Um, Are people going at it with each other? You know, they're angry with each other or they're trying to prove points or you're wrong, I'm right, polarity. We actually don't need to go into that. We're going to be more in that 4, 5D realm where we're actually rising. And heck, you're going to have 3D moments, right? If I do my taxes, that's pretty much a 3D moment. When I do my emails or whatever, sure, 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 sure. And I can be me in that 3D world, but I don't have to stay there. And I don't have to do the work for people. So I spent the last six months, we're in, uh, what are we in now? We're in October 2020. So I spent the last six months trying to wake up as many people as I could on social media and got attacked, got unfriended, got blocked. Um, And of course, remember, when you get attacked, they're in a much denser energy because people can say, I don't agree with what you agree with or I don't believe what you believe in. But if they attack, they're coming from that 3D. There's no need to attack, right? We can just agree to disagree. And I realized, I thought, you know what, I'm doing all that, I'm doing that, I'm doing all that. Now I'm like, I'm done. I don't need to do the work for you anymore. I've done my best. I've shared it as much as I can. Now it's up to you. It's up to you to do the work. And now I'm going to focus much, much more on what I was born to do, what I'm here to do, which is to help you 
get really good at transmuting your dark into light. That's what I was born to do. I'm a transmuter, I'm an alchemist, and it's I'm teaching people how to heal quickly so we can ascend. And so that's what I'm going to be doing more and more of. We're going to have guests on as well. Um, my wish for this podcast is for you and I to have this relationship where you have a cup of tea or you're going for a walk or you're doing your housework, whatever it is that you're doing, and you know that you're not alone. You know that there are so many of us going through this right now and that you have the power to transmute anything that's coming your way, to transmute your dark into light, and to really rise into becoming the person you were born to be. So thank you for listening, sending you lots and lots of love. If you know of anybody that would benefit from this podcast, please share it so that we can grow this beautiful community together. I'm blowing you a big fat kiss. See you next time. Thank you for turning yourself on with me. Please leave me a gorgeous review which helps me to serve you. And come find me at marinaj.net for support and at marinajcoaching for Instagram, Facebook and YouTube for glitter bombs of inspiration because you're not on your own. And if you have you by your side, you'll never be on your own again. Give yourself a big hug, wrap your arms around yourself and thank yourself for all that you are as you give thanks for all that you are becoming.